0: I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution.
1: If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality.
0: Welcome to Life Today Live. How you like that? All right. It's a new year, uh, and I'm excited. Looking forward to a lot of great things and kicking it off right Uh, My guest today is Jordan Rubin, uh, and we've got a product on the air on the broadcast side called Natural Remedies that is available, you can go to lifetoday.org, and you'll see that. Uh, But we're going to talk about what everybody likes to talk about at the beginning of the year. It's funny because, you know, I'll go to the gym throughout the year, not so much in the summer months because I do stuff outside, but it's always, man, this is the time where the gym gets busy. And if you just wait until about mid-February, it'll start to taper off and get back to normal. But that's what we do at the beginning of the year is <laughs> we'll like all think about our health and then forget it by spring. So we're going to help you with that today. Uh, we're going to help you think healthy as a lifestyle, not just as a temporary stopgap to fix whatever problem or lose whatever weight you got going on. Jordan, man, how are you doing? Good to see
1: you. Doing great. Excited about 23. We've had a, uh... Few interesting years, and ready for this to be the Ephesians 3:20 year I've been hoping for.
0: okay. Well, you're going to have to explain that in a minute. First of all, you have any you have any hangover cures because it is you know right after the new year. Not that our audience needs it. That's probably
1: hopefully not. Well, you know what though? Interestingly enough, Randy, people that consume excess sugar it goes for people and animals. It can actually convert to alcohol and burden the Lord anyway. So some of you have probably experienced a carb coma, right? You know, where you wake oh. up in the morning after a big bit of birthday cake and ice cream and chips. So I, I do think that one of the best things you can do if you want to start the year off right, especially if you've overindulged between Christmas and New Year's, mm-hmm. is to start shortening your eating window. It's largely called intermittent fasting, but, uh, Even though years ago when we were kids, they said breakfast was the most important meal of the day, for many, it's the least. So I would challenge you, if you want to help cleanse, detoxify, and even lose a little weight, start eating your first meal at lunch. You can call it breakfast, because break fast is what (laughs) breakfast means, but I have found that one of the best ways to improve your health, lose some weight, is to shorten your eating window the time you first eat any calories to the time you finish to eight hours or less. And typically we'll wake up early, we'll eat, we'll stay up late, we'll eat. We're eating for 16, maybe 18 hours a day. And I promise you our ancient ancestors never did that. So you can eat the same foods in eight hours in the same amount that you did in 16 and somehow you'll be better off for it. And I could explain the science, but that's a great tip. The other, Randy, is so easy. If you've, experienced a hangover from carbs or from alcohol try to spend a few nights going to sleep an hour earlier than you normally would that that will do wonders for your body and your liver so see those are easy they're free hydration is good too
0: yeah yeah uh, and uh, that's where i tend to fall is is the hydration most of my water comes through the ice in my soda that is melted which i know is not not the best way to do it but you i want to ask you about the breakfast thing because i i I typically don't eat breakfast unless I'm out, like if I'm going hiking or snow skiing or something like that, where I know I I need to have something before I go. I have, uh, you know, my cafe con leche, it's half coffee, half milk in the morning. And, and I've never been a big breakfast guy. You're saying that's okay then.
1: It is. Most people are not truly hungry in the morning, but we've been told through, remember those, uh, Special announcements on our cartoons when we were kids, how breakfast was the most important meal of the day. Well, guess who created that? The huh. cereal company. <laughs> so if you eat uh, cereal, especially an unhealthy cereal with skim milk for breakfast, you're probably on a path to diabetes by lunch. So Jeez. I know I'm exaggerating, but we really, not only do we eat the wrong foods, but we really eat for too long of a period of time each day. And if you are not hungry in the morning, do not force yourself. I will... I could go on and on about this. I know we're limited on time, but when you go into a meeting or an athletic event or an examination, if you're a student, you are much better off to be hungry than full, much better off to be on an empty stomach than to have a full stomach. I always say this, when would you want to meet a lion in the wild before he or she has eaten or after? So I, I know for me, uh, if I'm going to have a speaking engagement, if I'm going to appear on television, uh, the broadcast you'll see airing this week, I did not eat before them. I just, I like to go in on an empty stomach. My head's more clear and uh, running on uh, ketones or, or a, a process that the body is self healing. So give it a try. It is the simplest way to. Achieve the health you're looking for.
0: Yeah, I, I've, I've always noticed that. I don't like, well, sometimes we'll have broadcast shows that will start at, at like one o'clock and I'm always like, man, because right after I eat, I'm ready for a nap, the older I get especially special. Is, is, is that a blood flow thing? It's a blood sugar
1: thing. And in fact, okay. I looked back at my high school days and every class I had before lunch, I got better grades, had better behavior. And the class I had immediately after lunch, I'd fall asleep worse grades worse behavior and I look back and I ate mostly carbs mm. you know bagels and sandwiches and juice boxes and you know the drill so it is insulin and blood sugar and uh, I'll give you another tip this is this is great for the for uh, the next holiday spring break whatever it is or if you're invited to a party I'm going to a benefit tonight for example if you're going to cheat, cheat within a one-hour time frame literally start your clock and you can eat as much as you want for one hour you will be much better off than grazing at a party or a gathering because your blood sugar can only rise so much in one hour therefore your insulin can only rise so much in one hour therefore your fat storage can only happen in one hour so it's great some of us love to eat all of us do but you'll be shocked uh, if you give yourself that permission to cheat for one hour, how amazing it is to then get back on the wagon shortly after, instead of starting a downward spiral.
0: Interesting, interesting. I've heard this whole thing about intermittent fasting, which is some of what you're getting at, is shortening the eating window. I always thought well, <laughs> that's. It's called sleep for me, you know, or also known as intermittent eating, you know, you so, yeah. but I hear what you're saying. And that, that actually explains it finally. Cause I, you know, we see these bad diets coming and going and you know, you, after a while you just get to where you ignore it all. What are some simple things that the average person can do that will make a significant difference from a nutrition standpoint?
1: I'm going to go with the really simple, easy, inexpensive ones. Here's a great tip that I give people. Every time you think you're hungry, when you go to the fridge, go to the pantry, drink eight ounces of water, you might find that what you believe is hunger is really thirst. And you might find that when you drink water, purified water, you're not hungry anymore. This is going to be a really simple tip. I'm working on a broad program for the... Uh, followers of Jesus the uh, children of God a health and wellness program that's gonna be much simpler than ever before and can get people started off right you can check that look for that in 2024 Um, but one of the simple tips I'm going back to the well how do you get people to make simple changes I mentioned this earlier go to bed a little earlier we were designed to sleep go to sleep at least very close to when the Sun sets. If you think about Abraham and Sarah, they didn't watch TV. They didn't (laughs) stream anything, check social media. When it was dark, it was dark. They blew out the candle and you're in bed. And so for some of us or most of us in this country, it's getting dark before 5 p.m. So I'm not saying go to bed at six, but the earlier you go to sleep before midnight, it's been shown to improve your blood sugar your energy and even reduced craving so it isn't just how much you sleep we're surely sleep-deprived it's the amount of time plus the time period when you sleep
0: interesting Wow. um hmm. i i'm i'm a vampire so that's always been a, a a little bit of a struggle um i'm not an early riser my dad asked me one time son have you ever seen the sun come up and i said sure i've stayed up that late before you know so, <laughs> That that's the sleep pattern thing. That that's an interesting one. But okay, I don't want to dwell there. Uh, from a from a uh, uh, exercise standpoint, because which you, you're great with the nutrition, but this is like part of it, right? From a exercise standpoint, what should be our realistic expectation to maintain our health?
1: You know, this is this is a tough one. The best thing I can do, Randy, is tell you what I did this morning. Now, some of you are going to think it was a lot, but I have two athlete teenagers. So my son, Joshua, is a senior in high school, soon to be playing college football. And Mm -hmm. I have a daughter who's a uh, high school basketball player. She's in eighth grade. And uh, so I train both of them in the morning and I need to sort of get my exercise in between. But what I do first thing when I wake up, I'm making everybody's smoothies and laying out their supplements. I'm listening to the Bible on 2.0 speed on an app, which I love. <laughs> and uh, it's quiet. Nobody's awake. I will set my timer for five minutes. And every five minutes, I will do push ups. So I'm literally blending a smoothie. The alarm goes off. I do push ups. Now, I know some people say, well, I can't do push ups. Well, get on your knees and do push ups. I started this, Randy, 367 days ago, and I started tracking it. So this morning, before. 7.30, I did 500 push-ups.
0: Oh, my word. Then
1: I went on to 150 pull-ups. Then I did some squats. You mentioned snow skiing. My family is likely going to go snow skiing. I haven't been in 11 years so, or 12, so I need to get my knees in shape. Yeah. I know that sounds like a ton, but I started with 100 push-ups a year ago in 10 or 20 different sets, started with 15 pull-ups, and I just became consistent. You could literally be in the kitchen the time that I am and do push-ups against the countertop. I mean, it, it really doesn't take this hour and a half, go to the gym, you know, dig in, jump on the treadmill, run miles or run outside. You can do basic body weight exercises. When I say squats, I was doing squats on a soft box just to parallel with very little to no weight. I'm 47 years old, I do, want and need to be and look healthy. But the truth is what I do is not outside of the realm of anybody else. Now, what I have my kids doing, that's a whole different story. They are absolutely crushing it in our little gym here. But (laughs) for me, I don't feel as good in a day if I don't exercise. And I always make sure to exercise. This is a big one, Randy, in a fasted state. If you exercise on an empty stomach, you will burn more calories and more importantly, burn more fat. So since I'm already intermittent fasting. I, don't, I haven't eaten today, for example. Uh, exercising in a fasted state really helps your blood sugar and your energy. And uh, so, again, you might say, well, I can only do two push-ups. Well, great. While you're getting ready, getting the kids ready, set your timer for five minutes and do two push-ups 10 different times. You yeah. will be shocked at how different you look and feel.
0: Interesting. That's, uh, that, that's doable. Yes. You know? I think I can do that. All right. I want to ask you, I'm I'm kind of, kind of, by the way, you're watching out there. I am going to kind of try to cover a lot of territory. So if you want to go to ancientnutrition.com, you can get more of Jordan's resources and, and things that he's gotten. And, and like I mentioned, Natural Remedies is on the website. Uh, did you get COVID?
1: Uh, I believe so, but I wasn't tested. <laughs> yeah. So my wife came back from a conference in Dallas and she wasn't feeling well and lost her taste and sense of smell and so i was kind of taking care of her and then i experienced symptoms a lot of uh, fatigue this was in 2021 so fatigue was kind of the main difference and then it hit me right in the sort of chest and breathing before normally when i get a cold it's uh sore throat stuffy nose etc but this went right to the chest i had to work take care of my wife and kids so it was it wasn't too bad But, you know, listen, I'm one of those people, I believe in natural immunity, and I'm glad that I was able to build antibodies because antibodies are awesome. So I I did, over the course of the last few years, really dig into an immune support protocol. Um, There's a great one in natural remedies. In fact, there's protocols for almost every health condition and concern. It's simple. We share essential oils. We share body therapies, supplements, foods and beverages. But uh, from an immune support standpoint, it was really important for me as someone who is often asked <laughs> health questions or sure. asked to be a health coach to really nail down what a great immune system support protocol is seasonally and then every day.
0: Were you, I was doing vitamin D, zinc uh, and some what vitamin K. Uh, those, is that pretty on point?
1: Absolutely, and I think Um, Quercetin, which everyone has been talking about, is a bioflavonoid, is excellent. I actually uh, believe the number one substance to help support your immune system is a probiotic we call soil-based organisms. It really creates this zone of inhibition in your gut that helps keep bad germs away. And your gut's really the first barrier to the outside world. So that's primary, but zinc is amazing. You want to make sure you have the right type of zinc. A vitamin d is is important especially now this time of year right randy i i've been to dallas many 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 times i live outside of nashville and my kids always joke and say the winter in nashville january and february is 37 and and rainy you know like not not cold enough to have fun snow right. but cold enough to look depressing outside a vitamin d is critical if you experience winter and a very limited sun exposure so it, it If you're living in Florida right now, you may not need vitamin D. But if you're most other places in the country consuming vitamin D, even as much as 5,000 IUs or more, it'll make a big difference in your mood and activate your immune system. And vitamin K is a great uh, fat-soluble vitamin to combine with vitamin D. Very important.
0: Yeah. Is that D2 or just D?
1: Uh, I like D3. If you can get D2 as well, that's also good. Just for anyone listening, D3 is a form you'll find from the sun, but also in animal foods. D2 is found in fungi, such as mushrooms, primarily. And uh, you can get it in in a few other foods, but primarily certain mushrooms.
0: Okay. Um, I didn't, I guess I didn't realize the difference. I don't know. I have to go look at home and see what I've been taking. Whatever whatever was recommended by nutritionist. way
1: more, D3 is way more popular. So I'm almost positive it was D3.
0: Probably the D3. Okay. Did you ever get any of the uh, shots, uh, what they call vaccines, which obviously don't vaccinate you. But Uh, you know what,
1: Randy, it's so interesting. People don't ask, haven't asked me these questions on the air, I've been asked (laughs) behind the scenes a thousand times. First of all, uh, we have not immunized our kids and uh, I was not immunized as a child. I took one vaccine when I was 16 against my dad who's a naturopathic doctor and chiropractors wishes and it was called MMR yep. because there was a supposed measles outbreak and it may have led to uh, in part my Crohn's disease. So mm-hmm. uh, we we do not immunize our children and uh, we did not take uh, what you're referring to as the shot, the jab, or what is largely called the COVID vaccine. And, and I would agree that it is very atypical for a vaccine. It's much more likened to an, a non-specific immune booster, mm-hmm. which, you know, not everybody needs their immune system boosted in the same way. So uh, no, we, uh, my family and I did not uh, partake in the COVID vaccine. We're in Tennessee. We've got a really great governor who believes in medical freedom. And I often tell people, this was prior to COVID when people talked about childhood immunizations. I say, listen, I'm not gonna tell you what to do other than do the research. Don't blindly go in and get 27 shots for your one year old that, uh, make sure that you understand everything you're doing for your health because your doctor is not in control of your health. You are. They see you for seven minutes every six months, and you are the caretakers of your body and your family all those other minutes in a year. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's been a polarizing topic, but never had a thought of taking that uh, vaccine shot jab for me and my family.
0: Yeah. I, I You know, I've had all – I've probably had more – uh, immunization shots than the average person with my overseas travel uh, and boosters and all that. So my yellow book, which is what you carry when you show all your shots, is quite full. Uh, but I was not comfortable just with the newness uh, and some of the new, newness of the mRNA you know, technology. And then when I saw it, it wasn't doing anything. It wasn't really stopping. Mean, supposedly, okay, you're not going to get it as bad. But I don't know. I may have gotten it. I had some virus uh, in 2022 late in the year that made me tired uh, but I never lost my sense of smell my wife thinks that I never really had a sense of taste but I think that's a different thing she's alluding to there but yeah so I, I you know I, I'm with you in that uh, I, I would rather treat things naturally uh, make an adjustment if I, in my diet if I need to um, make adjustment in my lifestyle, if it, you know, comes to exercise or whatever, or cutting out certain things. Uh, that to me seems the smarter way. Um, overall, on you know, medical because I know that when there's certain times where, hey, a, a carrot's not going to do it. I need some drugs and I need them now. What's your view of uh, medication when it comes to whatever health chronic issue where? It just seems like a change in diet won't, won't help you in the way you need it right now.
1: Well, first of all, I believe that lifestyle changes and what we'll call natural remedies can help any condition. That doesn't mean it can help any condition without the use of medication. It often works alongside medication. And so I'm, I'm not against medication. I will say this, uh, two things. One, I believe that chronic degenerative disease has the worst success rate with medication than acute challenges. I think typically the medical system has always been based upon acute situations, trauma. Listen to your point. If you sever your limb, you're not going to just drink carrot juice. Now <laughs> carrot juice might help you heal, yeah. but clearly emergency medicine, mm-hmm. trauma medicine, acute medicine can be very beneficial, but most more often than not, there's a natural remedy for virtually, any condition. But I will I will say this, my, my recommendation on medicine, which I don't recommend medicine one way or another, <clears throat> I tell people, if you want to know about medicine, talk to your doctor. If you want to know about wellness, talk to me. Mm. But what I say is this, medicine has more to do with the person than it does the condition. Some people will literally go to their doctor and say, I have a cold, I want an antibiotic. Even though antibiotics don't treat viruses, you're just conditioned. If you don't get a pill, you're not going to feel good <laughs> about life. Right. So I believe that certain people are not comfortable going the natural route, and certain people are. I'll give you a great example. One of my team members, and this will dovetail into the programs that you're seeing on Life Today this week, one of my team members had a 17-year-old son that was just diagnosed with testicular cancer that has metastasized. Mm. Um, I shared with him, and as he, I believed he knew that I overcame cancer through supernatural and natural means. He's made the decision quickly for his son to go the conventional route and he's asked for prayer and he's asked for recommendations on how to support that choice. And clearly um, I I said, we're gonna pray for him. My business partner, Dr. Josh Axe, same thing. And we said, if if we can help you in any way in terms of uh, nutritional support, we'd like to do that. But clearly medicine should be healthcare should be a choice. Just like I don't want to impose my will on someone who makes the decision to go the quote conventional route, I don't think it's fair for somebody to require myself or others who believe like I do to go the medical route. It's, mm-hmm. it's just not right. We need to have freedom of medical choice rather than getting into what I believe the vaccine, the COVID shot is or it isn't, um, it needs to be a choice. But clearly, this is a time in our history where we need to be at our healthiest and we need all the weapons we possibly can have. And that's really what Natural Remedies is. It's a toolbox, it's a quiver full of arrows. Mm. It's a uh, set of weapons to support your health in great ways. So if you have an immune system challenge and you need rapid immune support, you can find it in Natural Remedies. If you want to know how to overcome aches and pains naturally, you can find it in Natural Remedies. Again, virtually every health condition will give you an oil, an herb, a supplement, a food. Whether you're on medication or not, um, certainly check on any uh, drug interactions, but primarily if you wait an hour between medicine and a supplement or an essential oil or food, you're going to be just fine. So. Um, we we believe in supporting health on whatever path you're on. Natural remedies is not for the hippie health nut. It's for everybody who ever has a bump, bruise, boo boo, burn, indigestion, or uh, has problems sleeping. So it's a uh, mm. and we even have my favorite section. We have a an essential oil massage that's meant to be done by someone uh, you love administered. <laughs> it's called by his wounds B H W. And what I tell people is, get your essential oils out, um, administer this massage while playing worship music. I love that song that was out years ago called By His Wounds, which is perfect. And I actually encourage people to literally anoint the individual you're massaging at the areas where Jesus bled. This is something the Lord downloaded to me. It ends with uh, them laying on their stomach and putting oils on their back and doing 39 strokes, which is the 40 lashes minus one that Jesus received. And there's even research that essential oils and aromatherapy on the spinal column helps stimulate the nervous system throughout the whole body. So this is that's worth the price of admission right there, by his wounds. And hey, if you have a massage from someone you love, the power of touch is very important. Remember, mm-hmm. Jesus often laid his hands on people. The Bible admonishes us when we're sick to ask for the elders to pray and lay hands on us one thing, Randy, about COVID, and I know we're dovetailing here, that I think caused more health challenges and more death is the lack of human contact and touch. Mm-hmm. When you take away the ability, and I, I'm going to get really angry probably, so I'll tone it down. When, there are people that died in hospitals yeah. or in assisted living facilities and didn't see their loved ones for a year. This is not, this is criminal. And you know, I don't want to get down that uh, rabbit trail, but. <laughs> There are so many reasons why this, quote, pandemic caused us challenges, and it is not simply a virus. It's not simply a shot. It had so much to do with the loss of hope and the loss of human touch. When you don't get hugs, when you don't have contact, when you feel like you're shut in, um, it is just a very difficult time and way to survive, whether you're healthy or not.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, and... That's why I didn't go that route. I went on vacation, I saw my family, and we maintained some distance. But overall, I gotta say I wasn't real compliant with some of the things coming out. Uh, But you wanted to be sensitive to others at the same time, so I never forced myself on anyone or did anything to intentionally make someone uncomfortable. You also
1: Uh, live in Texas. That kind of
0: helps. It kind of helps a whole lot. The
1: independent Republic
0: of Texas. And We are the only state that that can fly our flag equal with the U.S. state flag because we were our own republic. But we'll not go down that rabbit trail. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have one more question for you. But before, I just want to say, if anybody's watching, I don't want you to misunderstand. Neither one of us are doctors. Neither one of us are giving medical advice. If you're under any medical care, consult your doctor. So please don't misconstrue anything here we're talking about natural ways to improve your health using what God has given us uh, in smart ways. And Jordan has a, just an amazing resource of knowledge and what you can put in your body, in case of the essential oils, on your body that is just good for you. You know, So take advantage of that. Last question, Jordan, from a spiritual standpoint, whenever we get into Anything, especially medicine. And by the way, the one reason I did not get the the, the COVID vaccination shot, whatever, uh, when I've gotten all these other vaccinations without really much concern is because I I prayed about it and I didn't feel peace about it. And that would be the case with any medical procedure, a a direction on treatment. Uh, I I would go first in prayer and then I would pursue the peace. How important is it that we get the order of things right when having to make some tough decisions?
1: It's very important that the peace of God must rule in our hearts, the Bible says, and so really <clears throat> God's peace needs to be our referee, and so many times because of the way the medical system is and how how quickly you need to go in and out of an office with all the HMOs and PPOs, it's a kind of a factory system, the doctor very much comes in hot and heavy and strong on what you need to do immediately. Mm. And because we're not a doctor, it's kind of like taking your car to a mechanic. If he says you have spilkis and you're connecting a link and you're like me, I don't know anything about <laughs> automobiles I'm like, sure, fix it. But when it comes to your health, you need to take a deep breath and you do need to have peace. And I can give examples and story after story, even in my own journey and battles, when I just didn't feel peace about going a certain route, and if you don't you shouldn't move forward you you take a deep breath pray trust god and and get a second opinion uh, oftentimes Randy you get pressure from the doctor you get pressure from your family i've been coaching people for 25 years very sick people on their health and i've heard the stories time and time again you need to go with what you have peace about if you have peace about getting chemotherapy when you have cancer then believe that that chemotherapy is going to kill cancer cells mm-hmm. and your healthy cells are going to be preserved if you feel you want to go the integrative medical route or the natural route, same thing. You've got to have peace, resolve, and I would even say a, uh, an excited spirit with whichever path you choose to go, no matter what you're dealing with. And that goes for relationships, it goes for financial investments, and of course, our health. So I, I will echo what you said earlier. We're not giving medical advice at all. We're just simply offering great tips to help support your health it is your choice, not the government's, not your doctors, not your families, what you do and how you take care of your body. Because the Bible does say in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. My spirit dwells in you, says the Lord. Therefore, honor God or honor me with your body and your spirit. That's a critical scripture on stewardship yeah. of our health. Yeah. And you asked earlier, I I brought up Ephesians 3.20, which has now become my favorite Bible verse. So I'll give you a really cool exercise, and it's not fitness, that I do every morning now, Randy, and I've been doing it for uh, a month or so. Uh, Ephesians 3.20, and I'm going to combine some translations. It says, now to him who will give you exceedingly abundantly, immeasurably more than you can ever ask, think, or imagine according to his power that is within you. Then it goes on. But I love that verse because, first of all, we don't tend to imagine a lot of great things. We, we easily imagine bad things. But um, God's saying he'll give you more than you could ever ask for or imagine. So here's what I do in the morning after I journal. I write in my iCloud notes, imaginations, and I quote the verse. I say, now to you who will give me exceedingly abundantly more than I could ever ask, think, or imagine... According to your power that is within me, I imagine the following. And listen, it's what comes to mind: a friend healed of cancer. Uh, this is a silly one, but important. My daughter having the best basketball game of her life. Um, my uh, business meeting going exceedingly well, or us having a a great you know month at the off at, at our company. You know, those are th- and you don't have to feel bad if they're personal things like me looking younger. But the point is, imagination is like a muscle. God wouldn't want us, wouldn't wouldn't mention imagination in scripture if he didn't want us to imagine. People say it's daydreaming. People say it's, you know, cockeyed optimism. But Mm. you know what? Most of us imagine when we're diagnosed with cancer that we're going to die. Why not imagine that we're going to be healed? Why not imagine that we're going to have a great impact for the kingdom? Why not imagine that our finances are going to turn around. Spend time. We need to daydream more. Uh, it says in the latter days that our uh, old men will see visions and our young men will dream dreams. I may have mixed, I always mix that up in Joel and say it says it again in Acts. Yes, but yeah. we need to imagine. So if you're watching right now, you want to know the first key to get healthy. Imagine yourself running if you can only walk, walking if you can only sit, and living in 23 the most abundant life you've ever had. How's
0: yeah. that? Yeah, no, that's great because, I mean, out, out of out of our thoughts come our words and our actions. So what you're saying is get your thoughts straight, then you can get your words and actions straight, and you can get your health straight. So I think that's great. Jordan, thank you.
1: At, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, and life and death in the power of the tongue. Well, this was a good behind-the-scenes, Randy. You asked me some interesting questions and definitely not what's covered on the broadcast, which I hope the broadcast yeah. does bless people excited about those programs and what God's doing in health and healing.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because you alluded to some of your health struggles and you talk about uh, that on more on the broadcast, which we've got those on YouTube, of course, always at lifetoday.org. So you can just go watch them on demand, but uh, you know, you can tune in to the broadcast show as well. We appreciate that. Most people watching this interview, they're a little more, let me click and watch it when I want. So I get that one. So lifetoday.org. And of course, ancientnutrition.com for more of Jordan. Jordan, thanks again. appreciate you.
1: Thank you so much,
0: Randy. Thank you guys for watching, and uh, come back. We got more for you. We got a great year. I'm looking forward to. I'm imagining 2023 is going to be the best year yet here on Life Today Live, and you're a part of it. So if you haven't subscribed, do that. Hit like, share, follow, and we'll see you again next time on Life Today Live. You need to know the Word of God. You need to know what God's book
1: says. God's word, brother. If you food is it's God's
0: book.